What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Friday, the 14th podcast. I'm uh, one of the, your two lovely hosts, uh, Franco. Ooh, and I am your second host, Manny Fresh, and that's fresh with a PH because we keep that shit balanced. I have to preface that. I can use that now. I did my research, and it turns out that men's skincare is also pH balanced. So it is no longer a fence, and thanks to my fiance, who's been trying to take care of me in the department of keeping my skin fresh, I, I can I finally grab my slogan back. It feels good. It feels good to to say it. You finally grabbed it back even though you've yeah. been using it just... Because <laughs> I said a PhD and keeping it fresh, but now I can say because pH because we keep that shit balanced. So it feels good to declare that to the world. So how, how how's your week going? It's going good, man. Um, it's almost Friday, the fourteenth. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. It's another, another day. I have, a, I have a headache right now, but sorry, I'm posting on social media. Uh, I really been lacking on that shit. I don't think I um you post anything about going live today. So yeah, well, you have a lot on your plate, man. So I do not blame you. <clears throat> don't bring yourself down. But um, today we're talking about a movie. Uh, last week we talked about up to ten different movies. We did the top five. Yeah. 90s horror movies, the repeat uh, mm-hmm. list. And uh, today we're talking about Barbarian from 2022. Uh, was this, was this the first time watch for you? No, I, I had to see this movie as soon as it came out of theaters. It came out of theaters? Yeah, Justin oh. Long is in it, bro. That's all I had to hear. I saw that Bill Skarsgård was in it, and I was like, okay, this looks interesting. And then Justin Long was like, I'm in it. And I was like, ain't no way I'm going to miss this movie. Yeah, this movie was um it was my first time watch and um it was indeed a movie. I had mm-hmm. Rose Garsgard along with Justin Long. Mm-hmm. And uh it was directed by Zach Greger and written by Zach Greger. It also had uh Georgina Campbell as Tess, Justin Long as AJ, and Bill Skarsgård as Keith. Where's Tess from? Is she from other movies? I've seen her in other movies, right? No, you know what she reminds me of, to be honest with you? The girl that played Jessica in 13 Reasons Why. It's not the same actress, yeah. but she reminds me of her so bad. Yeah, that's where. Uh, the synopsis is... Um, we're going to keep it simple with IMDb. A woman staying at an Airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems. Oh, you know what else is not what it seems? Close. The Wizard of Waverly Place theme song. It's a, it's a bop. It, it seems is. like a bop, too. It says that in there. Everything is not what it seems. It's a bop, though. Did this make you not want to stay at Airbnbs, though? Um, I've never wanted to stay at Airbnb, so... No. I, I mean, I guess it like, proved my point why I want to stay at Airbnbs. <laughs> this is this is definitely the reason. I guess I guess what what was proved to me in this is 
Just don't be nosy. It's not my business. It's not my business. I'm staying at somebody else's house. That's their business. Yeah, but I mean, if you're staying there the night, it I kind of becomes your business. Well, no, I get staying the night, but... Okay, like, the further we get into this, the way this girl came across what she came across, it was it was being nosy. Because it's one thing to look, and then when you start looking around, it's a different thing. Okay, let, let's begin with... Um, okay. You saw it in the theaters. Yes, your I did. Boy, your boy, Justin I Long. Did. Justin Long. Uh, going into it, what did you expect before watching it? I, for, to be honest with you, man, this film, it wins trailer of the year for 2022 because the the trailer, if you saw the trailer for Barbarian, it paints a different picture. The The trailer painted this uh, two people rent the same Airbnb, and it made it seem like Bill Skarsgård was going to be the villain. This girl doesn't understand, like, why they both, you know, rented this B&B together, like, what's going on, and it made it seem like it was a movie about, you know, some twisted dude who's lying about being the other person that's at the Airbnb. But when you watch the damn movie, that is not what you got at all. So the the trailer tricked the crap out of me. Um, and when I saw it in theaters, it was a delight, but at the same time, very disturbing. Hmm. I haven't seen the trailer. I'm, about to, I'm watching it right now on my phone. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, put it on here of yeah, no, no. The original trailer, it's like, it's crazy, dude. Hmm. Yeah. I'm currently watching the they, trailer. Um, For those of y'all listening, audio. Which, if you're watching live, you can listen to audio by search up Simulu Podcast, and uh, we'll be on there, on their network. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, Justin Long's been in it for a brief second. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Um, okay, so I didn't know what this movie was gonna be about. You hyped yeah. it up. I believe it was you that hyped it up. Maybe some other people hyped it up. I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's weird. Yeah. And um, going into it, I didn't watch no trailer, didn't read no synopsis, didn't know anything about it. This was like three movies in one. Oh yes, and then connected yes, like three movies, yes. and then connected into one. <laughs> like three short, it was like an anthology in a way. Yeah, anthology it all into one. Yeah, even though they all, it all made sense to piece. This is what together. nightmare cinema should have been. Oh, dude! <laughs> oh my gosh, wasn't Mickey Rourke in that movie? Yeah, fuck Mickey Rourke. But anyways, um, oh lord, fuck what are we... in that movie? Um, <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> I was watching it yesterday, and, like, you know, it, it does make it seem like Bill Skarsgård is the uh, antagonist of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, Bill Skarsgård. And at first, I didn't know it was him. Like, I kept looking. I was like, this guy looks so familiar. Who is he? And I had to look at him. I was like, oh, yeah, it's Pennywise. Yeah. But um, after watching I'm like, wow. I was going to message you. What the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> I Man, I heard so many people like after they saw this movie, they're like, "Don't watch it. It's disgusting." And I had already seen it, and I was like, "I mean, I it's it's definitely it's definitely a ride, man. I would say that it's definitely a ride. There's some things that are like because the way it's done, uh, oh." Like, the main, the real antagonist of the film is just... Mm-hmm. Oscar. 
Um, but yeah, um, I guess we get into ratings. Do you want to read it? Yeah. Uh, we are here at Friday the 14th, right on a uh, 1 to 5 scale of machetes. Danny Trejos. Yeah, we do. Um, I, you know what? I loved this movie. So this is just my rating. Y'all can sacrifice me if you do not agree. But I give this a solid 3.5 machetes. I, I, I enjoy it. It was... It was something else, and, and I guess I think the, what really drove it was, again, the trailer, which got me to get into my car to watch this movie, just to get something completely different. It That really settled it for me. Like, that, tra- the, the trailer was important for this film. I believe it was important for this film, because it really, like, it, it didn't show you anything that actually happens in the movie. Um... I didn't see the trailer first, so I, I didn't know what to expect at all. But after watching it, I'm like, you know, I could probably sit down and watch it with my wife again. Uh, get her to watch it. It was real weird. Um, the antagonist was creepy. Bill Skarsgård did a good job of playing his character along with Justin Long. Like he he annoyed the fuck out of me. I was like, that's yes, but uh, but it's like I I loved it because of that because you could feel the emotion and everything that he's doing, even though you're like, fuck this dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, uh, I forgot her name again. What's her name? Uh, Georgina, right? Georgina, Georgina Campbell. Yeah, Georgina did an excellent job as well. She did. Uh, I'm gonna be right there with you, man. Three and a half, three and a half machetes. Oh wow! Yes, thank. You. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It's, it's not a, a perfect film, but it is one mm-hmm. that I probably would have enjoyed watching in theaters, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I can go back and rewatch it. Mm. Yeah, and I was going to say that, too. Um, I had not seen it since its theater release because I was waiting for a physical release. This movie has not gotten a physical release at all. At all. And I've looked it up. I keep looking it up. There's nothing for it. Um, and so I, when I watched it yesterday, again, I actually freaked out because... I didn't want to turn the TV off or pause it. Like, I genuinely sat through it all and was like, I don't want to pause it to do this. I don't want to stop. Like, I was so intrigued by it. And I was kind of like, that's crazy to be intrigued by it, you know, uh, uh, since I, I, you know, because some movies stay so fresh in my head. And even though this one was pretty fresh in my head, I still couldn't get my eyes off the screen. Yeah, I did pause it because I have my little one, which is right here. And I had to change her diaper and uh, do a couple things. But it did keep my interest. I did rush to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you want to get into it? Yeah. Yeah, let's fight right now, dude. What the f- I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's the... Uh, let's... Okay, the, the movie... The cinematography in the movie was real good. The first, like, ten minutes of it, I think, was really good. Um, mm-hmm. It starts off with... Georgina Campbell's character, uh, Tess, I believe, right? Yes, Tess. I need to figure out these names. Uh, Tess, AJ Keith, okay. Tess, she's uh, in her Jeep Cherokee. I think it was Cherokee. Um, yeah. It's at night, raining. Um, and she gets down at a house. Uh, trying to open up the door. Uh, she's at an Airbnb. Uh, the key's not in there. We find out that uh, she knocks on the door. Keith comes out. And we find out that um, it's Airbnb and it's been double booked. 
and uh, they don't know what to do. Bill Skarsgård, Keith was um real weird. Uh, they made it seem like he was gonna be the the antagonist, and uh, it's not what we got at all. Oh, dude. Uh, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Um, do you want to talk? Like, so you get like you 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 have these two people interacting and what i like is that some of the movie is just driven by dialogue for example when tess first gets to the house she keeps getting this call from a guy named marcus you never see marcus in the film but through with dialogue later on while Hutter and keith are sitting down you know drinking wine she says like you know it's a guy that's not good for me but i keep going back to him um he's just kind of trying to say like sometimes you know, you have to take the risk, get away from it, uh, and who knows, you might find somebody else, you might go through, you might get your heart ripped again, you know, and uh, I don't know, I felt like there was great chemistry between Keith and Tess, Georgina Campbell, and Bill Skarsgård, and I usually don't do this in movies where I'm kind of rooting for them to be something, but, like, I think there's a scene where after she's done talking to him, they go to bed, because Keith is a cool guy, he says, look, understand we're both booked i'll sleep on the couch you sleep in the room he was very gentleman like even not even like i wanted the bottle of wine but i decided not to open it uh until you could see me open it i noticed that you didn't touch your tea i can always make you another cup where you can watch me make the cup of tea um and so like at, at some point like he helps her put all the sheets back on um and then afterwards like when he gets out she kind of like stops and like has the biggest smile on her face because it's like okay i, I kind of vibe they kind of like each other you don't know this person but y'all just met obviously she's in a bad spot with her you know the guy that she's not with but keeps going back to and you have keith who's this nice dude who's just like um and i was kind of like uh, my, my fiance said ship it like if any movie we watch like with the, i guess girls see and this is not being rude but girls see movies through a different lens and so every time we watch a movie, I can see two people interacting, and I just see two people interacting. To her, she's like, do you ship it? I'm like, I haven't had them on the screen for more than five minutes. I don't know if I ship it yet. Like, what's the – we'll watch a movie where it's like they had, like, one scene of dialogue, and she's like, I wanted them to be together. And I'm just sitting there like, why? What was the point? And I think for this movie, it was one of the first ones that I was kind of like, oh, I kind of wanted them to be together. And uh, fortunately, as we go about this um, – this is not a spoiler-free review, so if you have not seen The Barbarian, we ask that you turn back now and go watch it. It's available on HBO Max. It's the only place it's available because there's no physical release. Um, so, yeah, go get yourself a subscription or go watch it. Um, so this movie, like I said, was breaking up to like three, three, three different parts. Yes. The first part was Keith and Tess meeting. And uh, their B&B. And us finding out that, um, you know, they, they go to sleep. Tess is in her um, her room. Keith yeah. is in the living room on the couch. And in the middle of the night, Tess, she locks the door before she goes to sleep. middle of the night, she hears the door open. And the door is wide open. She thinks it's Keith, obviously. That's what we all think. And so she goes out there, and she just hears Keith sleeping, mumbling in his sleep, talking in his sleep. And she, like, keeps trying to get closer and, like, nudges him a bit, and it scares the fuck out of Keith. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? You scared the fuck out of me. And uh, now Keith is over here thinking that Tess is weird. 
And, yes. Uh, he kind of gets upset. Yeah, Tess is kind of like, you know, the door was open. Did you open? He's like, no, I was sleeping. Why would I open your door? Uh, so Keith kind of doesn't believe her a little bit. And they, go, they go back to sleep, whatever. Next day, uh, Tess has a meeting? Um, yeah, she has an interview. Because she's going to be um, the helping with the documentary. And she has an interview with the director of that documentary. This pissed me off a little bit. Um, she had that, that interview. We didn't get no dialogue uh, uh, during the interview because like, it was just kind of like a music, whatever, playing. And then when he got dialogue at the ending of it, of their meeting, and they're, uh, the woman's asking Tess where she's staying at. I forgot the neighborhood, but she said it's a bad neighborhood. Probably, you know, get out, go to a hotel or something. Tess doesn't listen. Okay, that, I have a roommate. Because of Keith. <laughs> and that pissed me off. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Good. No, I was going to say the smart thing to do was as soon as she woke up the next morning, because that's what was so cool about this movie is it's dark and rainy when she goes in there, so you can't really see the neighborhood. Everything's kind of cloaked in, in darkness. But the next day when she steps out to go to her interview, you see like the sun shining on uh, the neighborhood, and it's just torn down. It's ugly. It's beat down. You notice that even the house that she's staying in is a little dirty and unkept. Um, so my thing was, is like, uh, that would have been more than enough for me to be like, you know what? Hey, Keith, it was nice meeting you. I'm packing my bags. Thanks for leaving that little letter. That's why I shipped them. Cause he also left that cool little, that cute little letter right there. And he's like, PS, oh, yeah. I enjoyed our conversation last night. Um, I would have been like, yo, Keith, peace. It was great meeting you. Here's my number. If you ever want to chop it up again, I'm out. I'm going to go look for some place to stay, which was kind of weird because I'll, honestly, remember he said, oh, I just realized there's a. There's also, like, this convention in town. That's what kind of drove me to think that, oh, Keith's the bad guy. There's a medical convention, because he says it out of nowhere. And then whenever she's talking to the director, the direct, she goes, yeah, I think there's, like, a medical convention. And I was expecting the director to be like, what medical convention? You know, and then I was like, oh, now we know Keith's the bad guy, you know. But, no, she's just like, oh, okay. Well, anyways, be safe. <laughs> just, I'm just like, yeah, like what? The- the director didn't help her get out of the situation either. Like, I would have, like, yeah. expected her, like, you know, hey, I'll go get you a hotel, book you a hotel. Yeah, that's what I wanted her. Like, you know what? Hey, I got a spare bedroom in my house. You stay there. Like, I'm not going to have you in that bad neighborhood. Like, basically, this employee that you're hiring that you need help for your documentary with is in a neighborhood that's bad. What if they fucking die? <laughs> like... And then another thing is um, Keith and uh, Tess were saying that they'll call the next day to uh, figure out the situation with the with the house yeah and, and with airbnb and they never do neither of them. no they don't no so. the next, no they're they're in love already yeah yeah they're like shipping. <laughs> shipping. They're like you will you will ship this um but after she gets back uh tess gets back to the house gets off her vehicle she sees a homeless looking guy chasing after her saying don't go into the house uh, so she thinks the worst. She runs into the house like an idiot. And, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much the last interaction we have with him until later on. But um, she goes in the house. She starts packing up her bags. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, she starts packing her bags, but then she has to uh, use the restroom. Yeah. And then she go to the restroom, and then she's out of toilet paper. 
So she freaks and starts looking all over the place. There's no toilet paper. So she goes to the basement. And um, this is where things really start to pick up. Because she goes down to grab the toilet paper. And the door to the basement closes on her. And she's locked in there. And uh, this is where uh, being nosy, uh, as I said before, being nosy leads to... I get she was looking for a way out. I understand that. I get that. But it's like... I mean, I, I don't know, man. There's just some things like a random string sticking out of a wall. Like, do I? I mean, I don't know if I'd be curious enough to be like, it's, it's not my house. It's, it's you not know? just her, though. It was another person later on that did the same thing. So it's like, I feel like our mindset would have been the same thing. Like, you know, let, let, what's this? Holding it. I probably wouldn't have to go as far as going in there, but, you know, I mean, holding it, the string. It, it, Okay, yeah, but I mean, okay, so she when she does open it up, right, she gets even more nosy, she goes to check it out. As soon as I saw the blood handprint on the wall, though, that would have told me, okay, look, I get it, you're right. I probably would have been a little nosy, I would have pulled the string, open, uh, you know, and then it opens this little, you know, secret door, and I probably would have gone in, but then as soon as I got to this, this, this spot that has an empty bed, bloody hand, a bloody handprint on the wall, and a camera... I'd have been like, yeah, you know what? I don't need to know what this is. I don't want to touch anything in this room because I don't know what was being filmed in this room. And uh, I don't want to add my DNA to any crime scene that I must have just walked in on. Because it's like, yeah, that's where, but but no, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I would have stopped right there and then, you know, got like waited. Uh, she finds, uh, here's Keith knocking on the door, on the house door. Uh, she gets his attention through... Um, What's that thing called? Um, a side window. I don't know yeah. what you call them, though. A side window. They're, They're like, like in basements. We don't have basements here in Texas. No, we don't. So we don't know what you call those things. <laughs> if y'all have basements where you're from, please let us know what that little window is. But, uh, yeah, she gives Keith the... They open the, the window. Take a little bit, but they open the window. Gives Keith the, the key. He opens the house, comes out, comes, gets her and everything. And she's trying to explain to him what's happening. Say that they need to leave. And... Uh, Keith, being stupid, um, wants to go check it out himself. Tells her to stay in the house, so like in case that happens to him. So she stays. He goes down there. Instead of being smart and staying where she was at, which was like by the fucking door, about to leave, she goes to the basement, gets a chair, pipes it open, goes looking for Keith because she calls out Keith a few times. He doesn't answer. Then she goes and uh, back in the tunnel, or back in the little doorway, finds a tunnel. Keith is over there. So she goes over there and tries to, I guess, rescue him. And Tess, uh, help yeah. me. You, you want to explain this one? Yeah, so she basically is like, yeah, he's, she's, he's screaming Tess's name at the top of his lungs. She freaks out. She's crying by this point because she don't want to go in there. She's just like, hell no, why did this motherfucker continue to walk? <laughs> you know, like, and she starts to freak out. She's crying, and she finally, like, she she walks, she starts walking through this tunnel, basically. Seems like it's all underground, super dark. She notices some cages with some dog bowls at some point. Makes her cry even more. Um, I, I don't know why. It could have just been dogs that were in there. But, it, yeah, it makes, she's scared, you know. I get it. Um, and... She notices the room, right? Does she notice? That's what she notices. Does she notice the room yet, or no? 
No, she doesn't. But little little while later, she hears uh, uh, I'm forgetting his name, Keith, right? She hears Keith, and like he like gets her, and he's like, "We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here." And she's like, okay, come on, let's come this way. And he's like, no, 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 what do you mean go that way? No, 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 no. And then he's like, what are you talking about? So like, Som- somebody bit me. And she's like, what? She's like, well, follow me. No, 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 She came from that direction. And then she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And what I loved about this scene is that it builds up the, like, it gets loud. So he's screaming like, no, 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 like, like, we need to, we need, you need to come this way. And she's like, what, what's going on, Keith? Who bit you? And then all of a sudden, boom, from behind Keith, this ugly-looking mofo, this this naked <laughs> woman, huge woman, comes and grabs Keith's head, poor Keith, and just starts bashing the shit out of it against the wall. And just like, boom. Boom, boom, till he's dead. And then we and, get music. Yeah, and then the scene cuts. And you're like, is this the end of the movie? And I actually looked, and that's... The, the movie's an hour and 42 minutes, I believe. And I think it's at the 42-minute mark. That's when the scene changes. So it's like, this is where you're going to get your other part of the anthology. And so it's like... And that's when we get like nice shots of uh I don't even know where they're at in LA. I wanna say LA. He's driving on the coast maybe. Um and we see Justin Long top down, driving, jamming some music. And this is where we introduce the character of AJ. If you wanna talk about AJ and what he's what let's, he's doing and what's going on. Let's talk about the first part real quick. Okay. Um uh, what was your favorite scene of that in that first uh section? Oh yeah, the okay. So all of it to me, like the interaction with what's going on, uh, it, it's 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 good. I think they they again. I think there was so much chemistry between Georgina Campbell and Bill Skarsgård that uh, it was enjoyable to just watch what I did. I didn't feel like I grew bored of the conversation or was like, okay, get to the point. It's taking forever, um, and I enjoyed all of that. But I and I think yeah, it's gonna sound lame, but but he's deaf. The introduction of this huge ass thing it's just again that was so fun to me because it's like when movies get loud they give me this anxiety um and then you do something like that and i think like one movie that i sat through not so long ago was a movie with adam sandler called punch drunk love and um it uses a lot of sound and stuff to convey emotion i had to pause that movie because like my anxiety was driven to an all-time high in that movie that i was kind of like okay i need to take a break before I finish the movie, because it messed with me that much, and so that really got me. The whole music builds up; they're getting loud with each other. Then out of nowhere, this crazy-looking, ugly bitch comes and starts to kill Pennywise, the dancing clown, which is really tragic. So that one, that that made that that to me was my favorite scene within the first. Everything's great, but my favorite scene is that. So I think everything was great as well. My favorite scene had to have been um, putting on the sheets. Oh, when he's like telling her how to do it and everything yeah. like that? That was really fun. Yeah. That's why I was like, kiss! <laughs> like, I know you've never met this dude, but kiss! <laughs> he's not a monster. I'm like, he's not a monster. He seems a gentleman and he has a good job. Kiss him! <laughs> but, uh, 
the second part of the movie, we enter uh, Justin Long, uh, AJ, uh, who's like, he's an actor. Yes. And uh, he gets like, you know, he's living his life and everything, looks all happy and everything. And then gets a call. He's uh, being accused of. Um... Can I say on the podcast? Uh, we're on YouTube. Yeah, right. So we have to say R word. Yeah, yeah, for live on YouTube, that's a, yeah. The R word. Uh, essay, pretty much. Yes, there you go. You can say that. Um, and, you know, it starts going downhill for him. He goes to Detroit, which is where um, he has a property. He uh, needs to start liquidating. And uh, we find out that he owns this house that they're at. He doesn't, he rents it to Airbnb. It seems like they have, um, what's it called? Um. I don't know. He doesn't take care of the Airbnb. It's like someone, uh, another place that takes care of it for him. Yeah, he has like a management team that kind of messes with management. It. There you go. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he gets the house. Uh, finds. I wonder how long it is after uh, Keith and Tess go down there. I wonder how long it is. Cause I don't think they ever say right. No, they don't. So I don't know how long you know. Um, since Keith died and Tess was taken by this woman. Um. But no, we do we do get like this whole, yeah. This is Justin Long's story. This is AJ's story. This whole, this whole scene, um, yeah. And you do find out, which was kind of weird to me because like, my thing was like, who booked him then? Because remember, she uses Airbnb and he uses um, homestay or something like that. Uh, a different type. They both have the same number. It's some lady uh, that goes to voicemail, um, and he says to his manager like, who's booking people? Because I haven't booked anybody. Like, we haven't had anybody in a couple of weeks. Like, who's at my house? You know? Um, Justin Long, for some reason, did he just plays the character, like, so well. Like, after he finds out that he's been accused of S.A., um, he's just, like, his life is in shambles. He's, you know, ticked off. Like, even when he gets to his home, and he's, like, he's throwing all their shit around. Like, he's mad that people are there. Um, excuse me. Even when he talks to his uh, financial advisor about where he's standing he's like in three months you're gonna be broke and uh i don't know it's like you just kind of feel his emotion like I, that's how like, i felt with justin long like you feel every little thing that he's going through like you're like oh shoot like definitely been in a situation where i'm stressed like that not in the situation that he's in in the movie but just like how i react when i'm stressed or when i'm pissed off and uh i kind of feel like that he, him on his own because in this scene it's just him and a lot, a lot is it the phone, and then his financial advisor, and then his friend. Because, you know, he's there for a while at the Airbnb. He's kind of like, you know what, F it. I'm going to go have a good time. He goes out with his friend, and uh, they're drinking. He tells his friend what happened as well. Yes, and this is where you find out that our man is not a good man. He's an a-hole. And those accusations are very true. Very true, because at one point he says, well, she did say no, but I'm a persistent guy. So after that, I was just like, oh, you are not likable anymore. You just, at first, I was like, benefit of the doubt. We don't know the full story. You know, he's freaking out. I can imagine as a person, like, like being accused of something of that degree. Because I know damn well, if I was accused of that, I'd probably be like, what the heck? Like, uh-uh. Like, no, 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 my... My heart would start racing. I'd be like, yo, yo, yo. But when you find out later on why he's at the bar, I mean, or, yeah, like this bar, I was just like, yeah, you, uh, you, you, uh, 
you deserve whatever's coming to you next. And if you want to say what's coming, what is he, what is he served up? He um, he tries to act brave. Um, he goes back to the house. Uh, he doesn't start realizing anything, right? No, he he's a uh, because he drunk calls the girl. That is right. He yeah. um, the financial advisor told him not to, or mm-hmm. the his management told him not to call. Mm-hmm. Uh, advises against it, and um, what does he do when he gets drunk? He's uh stupid and calls her. Goes straight to voicemail. He pretty much apologizes and uh, tells her, you know, if you give me a call back, I'll apologize again and and to you in person. And um, yeah, he's 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 dumb. He's yeah. He's he's a chip. <laughs> but uh, after that, he goes back to the house and uh, starts realizing everything. Starts getting up. Uh, he uh, finds uh, the bags. Starts going through the bags of Tess, and uh, he finds a laptop. Uh, opens it up. It has her name, Tess. Uh, I forgot her last name, but Tess something. Marshall, I think. Marshall. Tess Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he tries. He tries to enter a password. Tries it once, and that's it. Yeah, that's weird. I was like, well, what would you even try on the password? But he's so pissed, he throws it. And it lands yeah. perfectly, too. <laughs> like, if you see it land, it's just so, like, it, it, it lands on the dresser perfectly. Yeah, then this dude, um, he, uh, does he start hearing noises? Or... Yes, he hears something coming from the from the basement. Yeah, and he tries to be brave and says, uh, you know, opens has the door open and tries to tell him he has a gun when... He does not. He's in his boxers. <laughs> and uh, the noise gets kind of louder, and he just closes the door, uh, pretty much gets dressed, uh, picks out a, a small-ass knife. <laughs> kitchen knife that is so small. That big. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my gosh. And uh, grabs a flashlight, goes down there, says the same stuff, you know, have a gun, whatever. Uh, he pretty much, in my house. Pretty much discovers <laughs> everything down there. And um, it, or everything's closed. He sees the mirror. That's the only that's still there. Mm-hmm. Again, with um, being nosy, which I mean, this is his house, so yeah. <laughs> he pulls the string, sees uh, the the trail again, and this dude. Oh gosh, uh, dude! <laughs> Google's uh, if you can um, add square footage. Someone's yeah. in my house. Uh, I'm gonna log out real quick, but uh, okay. if you want to talk about, give me like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I got you. Okay. I'll carry it on. Okay, so yeah, guys, if you okay, I'm gonna carry the podcast for now. <clears throat> so he, being the idiot that he is, he looks up and finds out that like, can I add square footage when it comes to selling a house? Because the whole point of him going to Atlanta, I believe they're in Atlanta. No, 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 they're in Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. The whole point of it is so he could sell that property because earlier in the film, his financial advisor kind of tells him, you know, you can try to sell your properties, but in the area that they're in, I don't really think you're going to get much money. So then he's just like, <laughs> he gets a measuring tape and he starts to uh, uh, measure from like the little entrance in the, that's one of my favorite scenes, <laughs> the 4K bad guy. Uh, when he starts to measure, yeah, like he gets the measuring tape and he starts to measure uh, that entrance. And he goes even further when he finds the wall, opens it up, and he's like, oh my gosh. And he's getting excited. 
You know what I mean? Like, he's like, what the heck? So he continues to measure. He has the flashlight. He's going down this same hall that Tess and um, Keith both went down. He's going down that hall. Um, and he's still using the measuring tape, still using the measuring tape, until all of a sudden he stops at uh, what he sees is a room. He sees some light coming from a room, and it looks like something's playing from the room. When he looks into the room... Uh, he sees that it's a video of a woman showing how to breastfeed and how you should breastfeed your children and this and that. And he's kind of like, what the heck? And he stops for a second because he's like, the room's like from where he's standing, he, like the room stinks. And while he's doing that and he has the measuring tape, all of a sudden something pulls the measuring tape out of his hand. And it's like, you know how like when measuring tape, if you ever... Uh, nothing suspicious about this room with a dirty bed and cam. Thank you so much, Nick. I, I agree. The bad guy, the 4K bad guy, um, I agree with that. The fact that he never, like, even questions that there's a room with a camera and a bed, it's still weird. I don't know why so many people overlook that in this film. That's that's my drawing point. I would have been out of the house. But doesn't bother him. To him, he's just thinking greed, greed, greed. I have to sell this house, and this is how, you know what I mean? I'm going to find out how and this and that. And so, after the thing gets pulled, he's freaking out. And he's just like, whoa, what the heck? And tries to pull out his little knife, which really is not going to do much, right? Drops his flashlight and turns it back on. He's like trying to turn it back on. He's running. He starts to run. He's trying to turn his uh, flashlight back on. When all of a sudden, he points it and he sees this, again, this huge lady who's at least seven or eight feet tall running after him buck naked, because that's the way she is in the movie and she's running at him and he's getting scared and he's like ah continues to run and all of a sudden he falls in a hole and he's freaking out he's like dang it drops his flashlight falls in the hole doesn't know what's going on um then he's like uh freaking out he's looking up trying to figure out how do i get out and he's about to scream when all of a sudden somebody says no 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 shh they put their hand over his mouth, and it's Tess. Tess is there, and from the looks of it, it looks like Tess has been there for a while because her clothes is all dirty, she looks sweaty, uh, her hair's roughed up. It definitely looks like Tess has been staying uh, in this hole, or or it had been quite a while until um, AJ showed up at his house. So she starts to freak out. Um, he starts to freak out, like, what's going on? Um <laughs> And uh, he's like, what, the, what What kind of place is this? Like, what's, what's this? And he's trying to get some answers when all of a sudden this huge woman, again, she's kind of looking down uh, uh, from the top into the hole. She has a little gate over it. And she's looking at them, and she pulls down a bottle. She, she stretches her arm in there, and there's a bottle. And it's the nastiest thing because this bottle... Uh, it has milk in it, and on top of there being milk, the the nipple of the bottle, it has, like, hair. And Tess says, just just drink it. Just You, you just have to drink it. And he's like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. And she's like, just go along with it. Drink it. So this monster puts the bottle to Tess's mouth, and she starts to drink that stuff. Disgusting. I don't understand why... She starts to drink it, but, you know, hey, survival. 
She's just trying to live. You know what I'm saying? So she starts to drink this, and then this monster points it back at AJ, and he's still saying no, no. So that ticks this monster off. It opens the gate, and it pulls him out, and he's screaming. And Tess is there like, no, 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 And it takes AJ. It takes him back into that room. Because it's a different room. Because so the first room we saw was the room with the camera. And it was very light with the blood, bloody handprint. The second room that shows the video of the woman showing how to breastfeed. Um, and all of a sudden it takes, uh, it takes him to that room. And it like... It sits down. This monster sits down, and it's cradling AJ in her hands, right? It's cradling AJ in her hands, and then it takes her breast and sticks the her breast, uh, basically tries to breastfeed AJ. That's what's going on. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Much love to you, too. Um, it, it tries to... It starts to breastfeed AJ. AJ's freaking out. Meanwhile, Tess finds a way out of the hole. You know? She's, she's trying to survive. Tess is a survivor. She gets out of the hole, and she runs. She takes off. She runs past the room where AJ's in, uh, and she just, like, bolts. She's like, nah... Like, I, I need to save him, but not right now. And Tess takes off. She gets out of the basement. She gets out of the house. And uh, she runs all the way to a... In the area that she's in. What up, homie? Oh, hey. <laughs> My mom came in and picked up uh, the little one. And... Oh, you're perfectly fine, man. <clears throat> I think I carried, I carried it for a while. I'm on this scene where Tess finally bolts out. And she runs to that gas station to ask for a phone. Damn, we're far. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we figured I cut it off at the second part, but. Uh, yeah, she runs to the gas station. Dude, the gas station was. The cops were fucking assholes. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I absolutely hated them. Because um, she had. She had already made a call, remember? And they were like, the ladies like. Man, there's no available units right now. Remember earlier in the movie? And she's like, yeah. are you saying you're not going to send any cops on way? And they're like, she's like, as we said, there's no available units. And I was like, yo. The, Even the cops like, fuck that neighborhood. Oh, yeah, dude. And then when we meet these cops, they were a-holes. I don't know what scene he's talking about. but He was talking about the scene whenever uh, Justin Long starts to measure uh, everything. Um <laughs> To, to, Dude, add I, it to, to add it to the what's it called? I fucking love that scene so much. Yeah, he was saying like that scene a lot. It was um, so stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the cops uh, get there. They're assholes. She takes them to the neighborhood, and uh, they get to the house. They see the window broken. They're knocking. Of course, nobody answers. And uh, they pretty much don't believe her. They're saying like the only thing we see, the only crime we see here is. You breaking a window. Yeah, exactly. And then they get a call for a shooting, so they leave. And, um... You know what I didn't mention? I didn't mention when she gets out of the, of the, 
like away from the monster she breaks that window to get herself out and then the monster's like just there like with his hands out and that's where we catch a first glimpse we're really like in the light of this ugly mother um ugly creature yeah this ugly creature but yeah the cops get there they're they're being they're being a-holes they don't then they get another call that there was like a shooting and so they they basically take it and say like you know can't do anything for you they leave and then she um does she go back into the house uh yeah after that happens um she goes she goes back into wait does she go back into no no she doesn't remember instead of going back into the house um doesn't that guy the homeless guy pop up again yeah he does doesn't he, he tells her like you know i stay by the water tower you need to come with me because once it gets dark here you're not safe and then like that thing that's in there it's not safe and she's like there's still somebody in there i have to save him so he's like suit yourself i stay at the water tower though if you need me that's where i'll be hanging out so the homeless dude takes off and she gets into her car how did she get the keys though I thought she went back to the house to get the keys, and then... Yeah, she does! Yeah, she goes back to the house to get the keys. She goes and... into the house, and then gets the keys, right? Mm-hmm. Goes and, back outside. Uh, she pretty much rams her car into the house. The monster's coming out, because it's already getting dark. Yeah. she rams into the house. I thought she was going like, to start driving off, but no, this... <laughs> just you know, wants to save fucking AJ, or whatever fucking... She only reason. knew. She only knew. Yeah, and... <laughs> uh, she gets off after she rams the, the jeep into the uh, house and um, goes pretty much and uh, grabs AJ. Fucking dude. She goes all the way down there. AJ, have you already talked about the scene where AJ finds a guy? No, because that's after. That's, uh, that's not until now. Because remember, she rams the thing into the, the monster. And then she goes down there and... Uh, um, to look for AJ. Oh yeah, but AJ. Okay, so the the scene goes back to AJ, right? While he's like, while he's looking around, because the monster wants to go get her. And while, okay, sorry guys, I'm trying to explain this the best I can. When the monster tries to get her the first time that she escapes the house, AJ kind of takes off, and he's looking around, and that's where he finds this bell. Uh, this right, he finds the bell, and he follows the string to where it's at. And this is where we could talk about him finding the guy because then it yeah. he, it's gonna uh, interwove. <clears throat> he sees the bell, stops there. Uh, the monster's coming, and then like they have a stare off for a bit, and then the monster backs up, goes opposite way, doesn't even mm-hmm. fuck with him. He yeah. goes, uh, he's like, whatever, okay. Goes into the door, and he finds this guy laying in the bed, uh, old man. Which did you already talk about him as well? Uh, no, because doesn't his, uh, his story comes on after he, uh, we don't get a story until, when did we get a story again? We, we got a story whenever, uh, AJ goes down there, I believe, when he gets caught. So after AJ gets caught, we get his story? The, yeah. We didn't, I didn't tell the, I didn't tell the story then. Uh, the I just talked was, about. was weird. I don't fucking even know how to explain it. Um. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I really didn't like it. It was real weird. 
Yeah, we we got a yeah. It it cuts to okay. Love the way they shot Richard Brake's scene in the flashback. I'm gonna have to agree with uh, the 4K on that because it is a weird story. But Richard Brake's this guy. He's been in multiple horror films. This isn't his first horror film, uh, and he also played the Night King in Game of Thrones. Um, Frank is the name. Yes. So yeah, we get this weird shot of Frank at a gro- uh He's leaving his house. This is, you know, what I loved about the flashback scene. To be honest with you, is that everything is explained in dialogue, like what year it is, and it's when he gets into his car because he gets out of his house in the morning. Um. Right. Yeah. The scene starts with him at the house. Right. He's leaving it, and his neighbor comes up to him. It's like Frank. Frank, I just want to let you know, tomorrow you'll see a sign out here. He's like. Okay, and he's like, well, a for sale sign. Me and the missus, we're gonna go ahead and leave and sell this place before, you know, come next year we can't get the same amount of money for it. And then he's like, what about you? He's like, I'm not leaving. So he gets in his car, and when he gets in his car, he turns it on, and that's where you hear that Ronald Reagan is president. So you're like, okay, it's the '80s, and then the music they're playing too. It's the '80s. He drives to a a grocery store. I would say it's a grocery store, right? It's like a yeah, and. One of the employees asked, do you need any help? And he goes, yes. Uh, um, basically says somebody's having a, a baby. And so then this lady's like, oh, let me help you. And she starts to help him with everything that he needs, including a movie, a VHS, that tells you how to breastfeed your baby, which is the VHS that you'll later see playing inside that weird room. Uh, he gets it and everything, puts it in his trunk, and then he drives out of the parking lot, but when he's leaving the parking lot, he's waiting for another woman to get into her car, and then he follows her, and so once she parks, he gets out of his vehicle, he's chewing some gum too, chewing gum, gets up, gets out of his vehicle, spits the gum out, puts on a jumpsuit, I would call it like a jumpsuit, because it's a one, yeah, and it says Carlos, uh, <laughs> and then he walks to the uh, lady's door knocks on it and says, "Hey, we're working on the electricity. I need to check some things." And she goes, oh, "Okay, no problem." So he goes upstairs. He in her house. He turns on the water to make it seem like he's using the restroom. Unlocks the window to her house and then says, "Well, ma'am, all of my work here is done." And she goes, "Okay, thank you." And. Uh, then he heads back to his place, right? He heads back to his place, uh, goes inside. But we never see him take the woman, right? We only see that he unlocked her window. And so then it goes to Justin Long, right? That's when it shows him uh, in the room with this... Um, when he finally finds it... Yeah, we're going back to where he finds the guy, and it's the same man, and he's much older now. And he's coughing in a bed. And Justin Long, AJ, is trying to figure out what he can do to help him. And he's like, what do you need? What do you need? I don't understand what you're saying. And he he's like, but don't worry, though. Yeah, he's like, water! Sandy, water! And Justin Long offers him, yeah, here's some water. Take the water. And uh, he's still talking, and Justin Long's sitting there like, don't worry, I'm calling the cops and everything. We're going to shoot whatever the hell is out there. Like, they're going to get it down. Don't worry. And this guy's, like, not talking at all. So Justin Long goes, you know what? Where's, where, uh, he's asking for something else. And Justin Long's like, I don't 
know what you're asking for. So he takes him the little table he's pointing at, the little side table, gives it to him. The man starts to rummage through the first drawer while Justin Long turns around and he's like, where did I put my cell phone? And that's when Justin Long stumbles across a bunch of VHSs, all labeled different things, like girl at the grocery store, uh, redhead lady, um, skinny woman, this and this, like all this stuff. And he sees one in the thing and it says redhead or it says something on it. Uh, it's a, a VHS already inside the TV. And he plays it and he's like, oh my gosh, what the F? Like, what the hell is this? You're a sick man. What are you? And when he turns around, the man has a gun in his hand. And AJ's like, whoa, no, 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 no. But he doesn't shoot AJ. Instead, he puts the gun to his head and kills himself. And uh, then the movie plays the credits. And it says, but, no, I'm just kidding. It says Dave the Barbarian. Um, <laughs> no, then, yeah, no, no, no. Like, he, uh, he kills himself. Um, uh, then Justin Long's like, oh, my gosh, takes the gun. And then runs out of the room. And he's uh, with the flashlight, with his flashlight and his cell phone, his gun. He's like that. And he's walking through. And uh, Tess is already down there. She's looking for him. And uh, she sees the flashlight from his phone. And then you just hear like a pop. And she gets shot. And then he feels super bad about it. And is like, he picks her up. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to get us out of here. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And they both leave the house and that's when she says don't worry i think i have uh i think i know where we can go and this is where we get to the water tower do you want to talk about the water tower scene yeah they get to the water tower um with the the homeless guy and um (laughs) they're pretty much just talking about it uh what's going on i think he finally explains everything of what she is and uh he was saying that the guy frank was um had a baby. I'm, we're assuming with the, the woman. That, that he uh, was, yeah. And then he starts having babies with the babies. And the babies and, start having babies with babies. Yeah, and then eventually that, that, we're assuming this creature coffee gets made that way. Coffee. Yeah, a copy of a copy. And this is what you get. And um, my my favorite thing is that he's been there for 15 years. Oh my gosh. That was and he's been there for 15 years. She's never come over here. Like, it doesn't know. doesn't know we're over here. And right when he says that, like this motherfucker is never out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> comes in, rips him off, fucking rips off his arm, and my god, like that scene—that's my favorite scene of the movie. <laughs> Dude, the the dialogue too. He's like, "I've been it. I've been in this shit for fifteen years, and that motherfucker has never." And then as soon as he said that, she breaks in, grabs him, and then like rips off his arm, like he said, and then beats him to death with his own arm. <laughs> Uh, then AJ and uh, Tess start running up the water tower. Um, when they finally get up there, Tess tells AJ to get the gun. This motherfucker <laughs> grabs the gun, drops it while um, she's running up the water tower, and this fucking idiot. Um, they both are like, "What we're we gonna do? There's no way, nowhere, nowhere to get out." And AJ's like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna be able to escape." And then, like, tells the monster, hey, get your baby. Oh, yeah, this is Tess. so dark. Yeah. He throws Tess over the water tower. And then the fucking monster just dives for her. <laughs> uh, they fall to the floor. AJ looks down. And you see the monster is holding uh, Tess. 
uh, the monster's the one that hit the the ground. He goes all the way down there. Does he does he get the gun? He doesn't get the gun. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He um he goes uh because 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 Nash. This goes back to AJ being the a hole guys. Just to clarify some things, there's a whole scene where they're talking about the fire to the homeless man. That AJ goes, "Am I a bad person or am I just a good person who did a bad thing?" I can never take back what I've done, right? But then when they're at the top of the water tower, this motherfucker grabs Tessa, I mean, grabs Tess and says, I know how to stop her, but I'm going to need you to slow her down. And then he freaking throws her off, right? So, yeah. So, AJ goes down there, he picks up the gun, and then that's when Tess wakes up. And then he tells Tess, like, he, that's when he dropped the gun again. He's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. You, I, I don't even know what happened. You were slipping. You were slipping out of my hands, and I couldn't catch you, and which is all bullshit because like he basically holds Tess by her head and he's like, like, like he explained his whole dialogue. It just so and she's just there like, kind of like like what the hell, and while he's saying that, uh, to Tess the monster gets up, and when the monster gets up, oh poor, poor Justin Long man, uh, it grabs him, lifts him up by his head gouges his eyes out a nod to jeepers creepers one because it takes Derry's eyes uh gouges his eyes out and then crushes his damn head um and that is the end of aj and um then uh this 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 monster turns around looks back at tess on the floor who's uh remember she was shot so she's still bleeding out from that shot plus she just took a gnarly fall even if she fell on top of the monster and then it starts to go, baby, baby. It starts to say, baby. And then she's like, no, no, like, I'm in a bad place. But then Tess grabs the gun. Like, baby. And um, I think doesn't she do it? Like, just like, and then gives her like kiss on her head or something like that, like, with her fingers. And then she puts the gun to the monster's, the barbarian's face. And uh, shoots and kills the barbarian. And then she says, it was beauty that killed the beast. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, man, like after it finished, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, um, man. Yeah, three, three and a half, I'll watch it again. Yeah, dude, uh, same. And then she's, yeah, the end of the movie is basically her dragging the body. I don't know what she's at, what she's gonna show the world. We don't know if there's ever a sequel, but they didn't do a physical release, so maybe they didn't make the profit back. Um, but yeah, that that is the barbarian, the entire film, and I feel like oh, that man did not say, it, but 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 no, Baba Duke, but 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 Duke, and then I walked out of the theater. But yeah, um, that is The Barbarian. For those of you who haven't seen it, it is available on HBO Max right now. You can go watch they, it. They made their money back. Um, the budget was four to four point five million. The box office was forty five million. Oh my gosh, they definitely made their money back. Thank God. Okay, I was I, I didn't think that they wouldn't, but I'm just mad that they didn't do a physical release. Okay, I'm still very salty about that. I need I need my copy of this movie because I think it's ridiculous. I gotta pay a streaming service just to watch it. Every month, when I can have it physical. Um, but um, yeah, my favorite scene was uh, definitely the uh, homeless guy dying. Yeah, 
Uh, mine was Justin Long's death, AJ's death, and uh, Keith's death. <laughs> Keith and AJ's death, two of my favorite scenes in the movie. But I think as a whole, this is just an enjoyable film. Definitely has my attention. I, I, you know, I can even watch it again. Um, and uh, yeah, I leave my rating at three point five stars. Same, same. Um, legacy. You want to talk about legacy? Um, Dave the Barbarian. Yes, Dave the Barbarian. This is the live action Dave the Barbarian. For those of you who are fans of Day of the Barbarian, this is definitely for you. But do I think that this movie can leave a legacy? I believe they expand on this, but the thing is, we killed this monster at the end. So it's like, is there anything to expand on? It could just be a one and done, but I, that's just it. I think this this movie holds a special place in my heart because I really enjoy it. But I don't know if there will be a legacy to keep. I mean, the only thing that I could think of is uh, Barbarian being a prequel. The sequel to this would be a prequel, or we get more backstory into um, uh, what is it, Frank, Frank, and the things that he did to create this monster, like what was the cause, and then like we could even get like the tapes, that, you know, that what's it called, all saw there. So that could be this. The sequel could be a prequel, onto how this was made. I don't want that. But that's that's the only way I can see. Other than that, I don't see a barbarian too, because the barbarian's dead. dead it's dead um yeah that's pretty much it uh tag, was there a tagline in this movie i do not I think know there's, there's a tagline tag the, on the cover it says um only in no. theaters september 9th it's a crappy tagline only if you <laughs> wait it says uh, only in theaters august 31st on the one that i'm looking at yeah i got pushed back three times Oh, wow. I love the way it says, from a producer of It and an executive producer of The Ring and The Grudge. You want to know what's so funny? When you watch the credits, the producer was Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> so, like, from the from a producer of It, I'm like, you mean Pennywise himself? <laughs> like, yeah, that's funny. Uh, the tagline I'll give it was probably B-B-B-Baby. Yeah. Ma-Ma-Mama. B-B-B-Baby. Baba Duke, yeah, <laughs> that's <it. laughs> yeah. I, I agree with that with that tagline, or it's just uh, what everything is not what it seems. That's the tagline. That's the tagline. Which is all over the place, yes. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Next week on April fifth, we'll be reviewing the menu, which is on HBO Max. And um, yeah, y'all can follow us on. Uh, our social media, Instagram, part of the 14th podcast, or Emos All Productions. Uh, also, Wrestling Tacos. And you can follow my great friend Manny over here on his. At FreshTV217 on Instagram, guys. I would greatly appreciate it. Until then, we'll catch y'all guys on the next one. Peace. Peace. Love. Tacos. Tacos. <laughs>